So, Mike, how's the self-isolating going? It's going fine. I mean, kind of used to it by now. I've been working from home for two months. It's kind of shocking, actually, how quickly the time has gone. Any funny stories? Any funny habits? I mean, I was actually trying to go into the office just a couple of days a week just to see people face to face and get more stuff done. But then an edict came down just last week saying nobody is allowed to go to the office anymore. So they've turned it up another notch. Sorry, this is kind of depressing. I mean, what to say, right? The whole world is going this way now, right? Everyone is self-isolating. How about you? Any fun stories? Did I tell you about our plans to buy Ring Fit Adventure? I even consulted you. I remember consulting you saying, would you pay over the odds for Ring Fit Adventure? Because there is a shortage. Yet when you said it's okay. It felt like I'd got your blessing. So you bought Ring Fit? I bought Ring Fit. I told you I paid $1,280 for Ring Fit. <laughs> That's too much, you man. You said it was too much. <laughs> you madman. You can, you can like buy a Switch for that much. Almost. Okay, maybe half a Switch. But <laughs> That's a lot of money to play for Ring Fit. Isn't that, is that double RRP? I think so, yes. I don't know what the Hong Kong recommended retail price is, but I know in the UK it's meant to be £65. Yeah, I mean, that is double the UK recommended price then. But I'm pretty sure I had your blessing. You said it was okay to pay for it. I thought, I thought you were going to pay like 800 That's not much of a premium. No one's making any money that way. Whatever. You bought it. Was it worth it? Uh, so far, so good. Is it keeping you fit and healthy in your lockdown? Yes. It feels like it probably isn't enough. I'm, I'm burning all of 70 calories in a, in a ring fit workout, which isn't that much. 70? I know. I'm actually still going to the gym. I think it's the riskiest thing I do. So I have still been going to the it's like Basically, the only times I leave the flat now are to go to the supermarket to buy groceries or to go to the gym. Is it a busy gym? It's like a private personal trainer gym. Sorry, this is like <laughs> revealing all sorts of stuff. But yeah, it's like a private personal training gym. So it's, it's actually not that busy. And I think relatively fewer people go there. And if anything, maybe they're relatively strict too. Like my PT actually messaged me today to say he's not taking any clients who've traveled in the last 14 days. Like he's, he's enforcing a mandatory, if you've been overseas in the past 14 days, you can't use the gym policy. So he was saying he's actually got way more open training slots than before. So that's how I'm still keeping fit, but it does mean going into the dreaded outside. And my shopping is now just chicken and broccoli. No carbs? Well, I've got some bread and I've got some rice, but, you know, the rice will keep a long time because it's dry and the bread's in the freezer. So I have some carbs every now and then. But the mandated diet is just literally... Lean chicken and broccoli. Oh, the mandated diet is just like trying to eat 100 grams of protein every day. It's actually quite difficult. Like, that's way more protein than I normally eat. I feel like I'm killing the planet too, 
you know like i feel like everyone else is like trying to reduce the amount of meat they eat and i'm just like going oh more meat more chicken just add chicken to every meal this chocolate cake is nice it'd be nicer with chicken and what are you drinking protein shakes (laughs) i feel so ridiculous doing this i feel even more ridiculous telling you this I have gone through a phase in my life where I drank protein shakes. Did did it help? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. I should have. I should have clarified. What did it help with? Uh, my wedding photos. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. This was, that was really, that was relatively recently too. No, it wasn't. It was a long time ago. Was I've, I've really? had two kids since then. Oh, jeez. What What am I doing with my life? Drinking protein shakes. What flavour? That's a very important question. Oh, chocolate or vanilla. Okay. Sometimes banana. I'm literally just buying the pre-mixed shakes. I should actually just buy some powder. You really are fancy. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was just revealing my privilege. He's so (laughs) fancy. He buys the pre-mixed protein shakes. Oh, what a filthy one percenter. To the guillotine with him. We can't cut through his neck. It's too buff. (laughs) (laughs) That's my strategy anyway. Okay. So you are not eating out. You're not getting takeaway or delivery. No. I, on the other hand, have been going to McDonald's. (laughs) What? Something I've realized is that I've moved beyond McDonald's now. I am... Better. I can't say that. I'm not better. <laughs> You're than better I. than McDonald's. I feel like I'm He's better. He's a filthy one percent too. <laughs> so, what's an acceptable fast food for you, Ting? So, I'm not better than Burger King nor UK KFC. Is, is Burger King better than McDonald's? Yes. R- random tangent question: Is the word for burger in Cantonese "honbo"? Isn't it "honmo bao"? I, I I don't know. I'm just why I'm asking you because might be that's I've slangy. seen. You know what? Maybe I saw this on YouTube even adverts for this Shogun Burger, and the Cantonese just sounded like going blah blah hombo hombo hombo, and I was thinking like oh hombo like the burger place in Wan Chai, but I was thinking oh is that why it's called hombo because it means burger, but also I really want to eat this Shogun Burger. I had the Shogun Burger and it was super, is, super disappointing. Is it good? No, it looks nothing like the poster. I'm glad you've saved me the trouble then. Because I was thinking, well, it's got two beef patties, so it's probably high in protein. Granted, I didn't have the double patty one, but I don't think it'd be any better. Wait, let's go back a step. You think Burger King is not better, is not obviously better than McDonald's? No. You think you know someone and you, you don't. What, what? I mean, the Whopper's nice and all, but yes. it, it could do a cheese. I, I don't think like the meat quality is better or anything. It's just, it's just, it's just another fast food burger. I think the Whopper looks closer to the poster than any McDonald's burger does to its corresponding poster. I don't know, McDonald's kind of fluctuates, right? Sometimes McDonald's is pretty good. Sometimes McDonald's is pretty bad. True. Because McDonald's has their, like, their line of classic burgers, like you know the quarter pounder of cheese or the Big Mac. But they've also got these specialty ones, and the specialty ones can actually be pretty good. Like, Did you have the McButtermilk chicken? 
No. That was actually pretty good. You're right. The the premium burgers that they do are good, but they are premium. Yeah, they are premium. I've always been tempted to get like, you know what? They do it every now and then. They have like a quadruple Big Mac. <laughs> it's, it's like a Big Mac, but with four patties. Or I can't tell if I was just hallucinating this, but for the release of Windows 7, didn't they do a seven patty burger? I don't I mean, know. This just sounds insane. This sounds like something I made up. But I, for some reason, I think they did a seven patty burger to commemorate Windows 7. I believe you. After you getting that open egg museum right, I believe you. Oh, yeah, I was right about the museum. It was real. I didn't doubt you, by the way. I think you're really good for this random knowledge. You should trust it. I trust it more than you trust it. Yeah, my, my random trivia. So what did you eat at McDonald's when you went twice a week? The Shogun Burger. And there was an Angus sandwich. I was really disappointed by the Angus. That's why I went back for the Shogun, thinking I would... <laughs> it would redeem it. Yeah. And it didn't. It did not. I just find the feeling so disappointing at McDonald's. I, j- just to be clear, I don't think I'm too good for McDonald's. I actually think McDonald's is pretty tasty. But for health reasons, I'm trying to not eat McDonald's. You, you can see I'm trying to eat just like lean chicken and broccoli. They do a MCB, MCB, GCB, grilled chicken burger. Boring. Ta- well, this is what you, you, you want to eat. No, it's not what I want to eat. But, you know, if, if I'm going to eat McDonald's, I'm going to have a freaking Big Mac or something. Like, there's no point going to, like, you know, IHOP or Cheesecake Factory or something and being like, oh, I'll have the low fat something, something. It's like, no, you're going to a place like that. You may as well just, like, eat 2,000 calories. But I don't even think a Big Mac is worth it. If you say, look, here's the calories. Let's fill it with a Big Mac. I'm like, that's not worth it. I'm not going to have a Big Mac. Such a snob. I can't believe you think Burger King is not better than McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, to me, they're, they're about the same level. Sorry. Is, is Burger King like a premium burger place? It might be just that I'm way off base here. It, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that I've just like had this completely bizarre opinion. But we, we, we go to Burger King. We get the Whopper. I think you're happier that for That Burger it. King's shut, by the way. The victim of the coronavirus. Actually, probably it's not. It's probably just their lease ran out, but it's gone. That Burger King is gone. They're going to replace it with with McDonald's, aren't they? Just to rub <laughs> salt into the wound. No, it's it's turning into a, a mana cafe. It's turning into a vegan salad place. Okay. Yeah, it's like the anti Burger King. No Angus there. You can instead get some healthy yeast extract. Okay. It's quite nice. It's expensive. It's just really yeah, expensive. $70 for it. So expensive. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. It's like $60, so much. And it's like, oh, that's for half the wrap. It's $100 if you want a whole wrap with like some lettuce and tomato in. I don't think I could even spend that much at McDonald's. Yeah, you'd, you'd really struggle. <laughs> you, you actually would end up with 2,000 calories <laughs> if you spend that much at McDonald's. I'll have three Big Macs and two Sundays. And an apple pie. Should we move on? Yeah. I sent you an article about Shopify and how they're providing employees with a work from home budget of 1,000 US dollars. That's a lot. Yeah, but then looking at these comments, someone did mention that an office chair can cost that much. I mean, 
yes, an office chair can cost that much, but still a lot of money just to give people. I mean, is this a since coronavirus thing or are they just doing this in general? I think it's a since coronavirus thing. I mean, I suppose to be honest, in the grand scheme of things, for a company, giving everyone $1,000 is not that bad, especially if they're like expensive coders or something. Then if you didn't give them that money and they were like 10% less efficient or something, then it's a false economy, something, something. I don't know. I'm not sure I like the term expensive coders. Uh, Extremely good value coders, maybe. (laughs) Put Put some of us in a bad light. Some of us? Yes. Are you trying to say I'm not a coder anymore? Uh, yes. <laughs> Ouch. Let's talk, about, let's talk about our work from home setup. Because that's all we've been doing for the past two months. I mean, funnily enough, I actually do have an office chair that costs like £1,000. But I didn't pay that much for it. I got it secondhand off eBay. Actually, I think it's like thirdhand off eBay. Still cost me like 300 quid and I had to collect it from a tube station. It was really weird. I was just like wheeling this Aeron chair down the road. (laughs) But it was totally worth it. It was, it's actually the only piece of furniture I took with me from the UK to Hong Kong. Did you not take your bookcases? No, I bought new bookcases from Ikea. Okay. Yeah, that office chair is just that good. It's like so good. Before I had that office chair, I used to sit on a chair that we stole from a skip. And then I started to develop back problems. And I was like, I should probably get a proper chair since all I do is sit at the computer all day. And so I got this office chair. But then actually, ironically, since we've been working from home for two months, I never sit on that chair while I'm working. Because, you know, you want some separation of your workspace and your personal space. And my personal space is actually sat in front of my PC. And so for my workspace, I've actually just put my work laptop and everything on the coffee table in front of the TV and it's just plugged into the TV because I don't really watch much TV. So my home office is me sat on the floor in front of the coffee table. That sounds really productive. Yeah, I I did at one point try working, you know, at my desk, but then I was just too tempted to use the PC. Okay. So your personal space is better resourced than your false office space yeah i mean my personal space is my gaming pc and the rest of my flat i guess (laughs) (laughs) you just cordon off some (laughs) it just sounds like what you've got set up for yourself is just super pro and then what you've got set up for work is super amateur super amateur that's right what are you doing? Uh, for me, I don't get to separate my personal space and my workspace. They're the same space. I don't have as much space as you. <laughs> I feel like you're like, <laughs> what are you trying to say to Some of us don't have to <laughs> separate. <laughs> Aren't so delicate <laughs> that we have to separate <laughs> our physical uh, space to represent not, our mental space. I feel that's not what you were saying, but fine. We can pretend that's what you were saying. <laughs> So you're just working at your desk with your PC? I say this. I do have a laptop, which is my personal space. It's just, you know what I mean. (laughs) No, actually, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. Two screens for work and one screen for whatever. Ah, okay. That's it? 
I guess. Just to clarify, you live on your own. That's why you have so much space. Yeah, I, I have this whole flat to myself. That's it, okay? There's no subtext there. Guys, girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas you have a family in your flat. Lastly, because I'm home all the time, I'm watching a lot of YouTube, relatively speaking. Probably still not as much as you. <laughs> but I've noticed the ads. There are so many ads. You must get more of them. Are you, are you talking about the pre-roll ads or are you talking about YouTube's ads for itself? YouTube's ads for itself. Yeah. I mean, I bet the rest of the world has been having this for years, but YouTube Premium is now available in Hong Kong. And I feel like every interaction with the YouTube app is now an opportunity for YouTube to try and push YouTube Premium on me. Because, you know, I've been watching a video and then I'll be like, okay, I'm done. I'll just like hit the home button, exit the app, walk off, come back a bit later, open up YouTube and YouTube has remembered the video I was watching and has popped up a little dialogue box saying, wouldn't it be great if videos kept playing after you close the app? Have a free trial of one month of premium now. And I'm like, no, and no, I don't want it to play in the background. That's why I closed the app. I think it's a matter of time before one of us misclicks and kicks off the free trial. I mean, you could argue that maybe I should pay for it because I do watch a lot of YouTube. But at the same time, I just don't think it's good value. It's so much money. It costs more than Netflix. It costs more than Amazon Prime Video. It just seems outrageous. YouTube isn't even making this content. Other people are making this content for YouTube and getting paid a pittance. I mean, I'm not paying them either, sorry. But you, your sub will, pay, will go towards those videos that you're watching. In theory, yes. Can I move on to the other ads? Go on. I've been watching a lot of masterclass ads and I don't skip these ads. Sometimes I watch the whole ad. That's how you know it's very engaging. Because they're so good. You know, in another I, I've actually also I've actually also been watching the Masterclass ads. They are very well produced. What would Alternate Universe Mike really be doing? Because I'd be producing electronic music. I would have Really? Watched, yeah, the Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse, come on. Really? I can't imagine. You're not into EDM, are you? Yeah. Wait, really? Mm, not in a big way, but... I thought you were, you were into, like, alternative, like, pop ballads or something. I can't imagine you, like... Pop. I oh, can't imagine you, like, flailing your arms around to EDM. I don't need to... Well, everyone goes through that phase. <laughs> right? I guess. Sorry, I shouldn't judge anyway. I'm just surprised. You think you know a person, and I think... So what alternative Mike, alternative universe Mike be doing? Yeah, I don't know. Probably EDM as well. No, I, I actually have no idea. I mean, there's the Will Wright one, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Though I'm not sure exactly what he would, what's he got to say for himself? What's he made recently? He doesn't need to make anything anymore. He's, he's done. He's proven himself. He needs himself. to make masterclasses. I wonder how much they get paid for it. I should do one on audio editing. <laughs> I'm probably editing this podcast all wrong. <laughs> Which ones are you watching all the way through? So I can have an insight into what you're aspiring to. 
Oh man, I've been watching the cooking one. I watch so many cooking videos. I'm like, my cooking is terrible, but I watch so many cooking videos. I get the Gordon Ramsay cooking masterclass and then I watch a Bon Appetit video right after. So you're not fussed about writing a book, writing a script, composing music, running a business. Not so exciting in that one, but which one of those are you watching all the way through? Oh, You know what? I just don't know what to do anymore, honestly. I think, you know, you get to a certain point where you realise how hard everything actually is to do. And then it becomes so hard to start because you know what's involved in actually doing it. You know, like, the more you know, the harder it is to actually do anything. Well, you should find a subject or hobby that you know absolutely nothing about and you underestimate the effort needed. So that's why I'm starting a cult. Come <laughs> come join me. Tithe 10% of your income and you too can be taken to the planet. I should have really thought about this. This is why I need the masterclass on starting a cult. But why tithe 10% when you can tithe 15 or 20%? This is, this is the advanced class. Yeah. when you To show how truly committed you are, you should tithe 20. 